good afternoon and good night. Like that movie, The Truman Show. It is your buddy, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you for philanthropy and focus. What is philanthropy and focus? I'll tell you in a minute, but let me tell you where I am. Just below the roof, above the second floor, in my attic. That's where we do the show. We do the show live here every Friday morning. And if you know my show and you know who I am, then you know how passionate I am about the nonprofit sector. My name is Tommy D the nonprofit sector connector. And I believe that nonprofits change our world all day, every day. They make an incredible impact. And I believe, unfortunately, that these organizations are, are overlooked, underfunded, and unrecognized for the great work they do. So my answer to that challenge or problem is philanthropy and focus. Philanthropy and focus is a radio show. It's a podcast, but more, more than all that, it's a movement. It's a situation where I am doing whatever I can to recognize the work and amplify the message of nonprofits. How do I get to meet people? Well, I'm a connector, man. I network a lot. So how do I, how did I get to meet my two guests this morning? Well, how else? I was connected to them. A woman named Deborah introduces me to Dino Varelli. Dino Varelli uh, from Project Purple out of Connecticut came on my show. We talked about that organization. Dino says, you got to meet my friend Bob Kozlowski. Bob says, well, yes, I'll come on your show, Tommy Dean. We'll talk about the great work we're doing for veterans. But I got to bring my buddy Lonnie Sherman to the show. So listen, man, that's connecting. That's what we do. That's what this show is all about. It's about amplifying the message. It's about connecting those in the nonprofit sector. And I'm not going to spend much time on my upfront shenanigans as I usually do. I just want to say this. We, we unfortunately, veterans in this country, we don't treat them the way I believe that we should for whatever the reasons are, but there are plenty of nonprofit organizations that are doing the work to make an impact for veterans. I watched some videos on the, uh, on the Homes for the Brave website this morning, and it, it touches me, but it kind of makes me a little cranky and angry, and we'll probably get into some of that today. Just It makes me cranky that we're not doing the right thing, but these organizations are answering the call. They're doing the, the service work that is necessary. Talk about service work. Check in with me. Hashtag 60 days of service because that's what I'm doing. Five in, two or three regis- two or three schedule, that is, for this coming week. And a lot of work in, in the sales game. We used to say a lot of wood to be chopped, Tommy D, but a lot of wood to be chopped in the service work we're doing. But I imagine, because I've been thinking about this for a week, a week and a half, about the conversation we're about to dive into, I imagine we're going to be talking days of service out of this because I know a little bit of the secrets about what these guys have going on. So we're going to jump right in. Let me do this. Let me read a little bit about each organization. First, you know what, Tommy D, hold on. I'm talking to myself. Let me say hello to Lonnie. Let me say hello. Lonnie Sherman. Hello, Bob Kozlowski. Guys, welcome to the show. Welcome welcome to my attic. Good morning. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you guys. If you're not not watching us on Facebook, Bob Kozlowski has the Stars and Stripes behind him, which is a beautiful homage to to the veterans and to the conversation we're going to have. So I think it sets a nice piece. If if you're not watching us on Facebook, you can imagine. You know what the flag looks like. It's right next to, uh, it's over Bob's left shoulder. So I'm setting the scene for you there. So let me read you a couple basic pieces of information. We're not going to stay heavy on reading today. It's going to be a great conversation. So I'm going to start with Homes for the Brave. Homes for the Brave has provided vocational training and skills coaching to individuals to help them leave homelessness behind. To date, the organization has worked with nearly 1,200 men and women. Most of these are veterans who have served our country. So they have an emphasis on veterans, and they provide housing and services necessarily to help these individuals return to a productive and more meaningful life. That's an incredible feat, and I I love what they're doing. We're going to learn more about it. Lonnie Sherman founded an organization called General Needs, which is an all-volunteer nonprofit 
that provides basic needs to veterans on Long Island. We'll find out what basic needs actually means, but I think you can figure it out if you read between the lines. Some of the most basic needs that we all need as human beings. They serve homeless veterans with dignity, and they are always focused on improving the lives of the those who have served our country. So serving those who have served. So real quick, let's let's just jump into I'm going to give you something on Lonnie. Lonnie, as the president and founder of this organization, has been in the insurance and financial planning industry for 30 years. He has a devoted family who's devoted to the cause and devoted to the organization. And look, Lonnie, we're just getting to know each other. But I mean, you're a Yankee fan. And I know a lot of people are Yankee fans. Now I'm a Met fan, and that's my that's my cross to bear, as they say. And we almost <laughs> my wife tried to set it, set it up so we didn't make our kids Met fans. And then my son came to uh, to two games last uh, when we used to go before the pandemic, and it was Alonzo's uh, tying home run, and then it was Alonzo taking the record, and that was it. He was done, he was done yeah. after that, and he was he was like determined to be a Yankee fan prior to that. To be honest with you, my mother in law tried to make him a Yankee fan, and I think she was just doing that to, really to give me the business, you know, that kind of thing. But um, <laughs> I digress because we were just talking before this. You were at Reggie Jackson's three home run game in game six of the 77 World Series. So that's pretty exciting. So that probably if you weren't a Yankee fan already, that locked you in, I guess. huh? I was done before that because of <laughs> loving Thurman Munson and Reggie and Sparky Lyle, the old 70s teams. But yeah, that kind of that kind of cemented it for like. Pretty special, man. Pretty special stuff. Absolutely. Yep. And I'm just going to go re- real quick with you, Bob's bio, and then we're going to dive into this conversation. So Bob Kozlowski is a 21-year veteran with the Shelton, Connecticut Police Department and currently uh, working on administrative duties. Outside of his work, he's volunteer basketball coach um, with the Shelton Exchange Club, a member of the Knights of Columbus, Work does uh, volunteer work in his church, has been a board member for Homes for the Brave, which we're going to be talking about since 2015. And since 2019, has been chairman of the board for Homes for the Brave. Uh, and now, <laughs> just to be the bridge, Bob, now you're a, a board member of Lonnie's organization, General Needs, right? That's correct. Um, you know, our my tenure as board chairman ended uh, June 30th of this year. We have a two-year limit. So I decided instead of taking it easy, why not take on more on my shoulders? And got oh, you're my kind of guy. That's my kind of guy, man. Just pile more on. You know, <laughs> that's it. I love it. So how does it, so how do you even, let's start with how you find homes for the brave and then how you and Lonnie hook up, Bob, and then let's, let's dive into what these organizations are doing and how, how you're making an impact and, and the lives you're changing every day together. So why don't we do that, Bob? How'd you get hooked in with homes for the brave? Yeah. And I think it's going to be a great story to your earlier point of how things just connect. So I had a group of friends and we were going around and we were serving dinners at various uh, locations. We kind of did it as like a monthly project. And one day, someone in the group said, let's try to find a place that, you know, focuses on veterans. So I just did a quick Google search in the area. I came across Homes for the Brave. I'd never heard of them before. Called up, um, asked if we can come and serve a dinner. And that day pretty much changed my life at that point. The experience, we had great experiences at the other nonprofits, but the experience and the interacting with the veterans, something in my heart just said, this is the place. And I knew I wanted to get involved in nonprofits. I didn't know where. And I said, this is the niche. This is where I'm going to go. I'm going to go on the veteran angle. Um, to fast forward, uh, as you mentioned, Dino Varelli, I run with him. He's part of my running group. And um, there was a run in Long Island, the Mike Murphy uh, run around the lake. And it's veterans related. I was with Homes for the Brave. And I said, you know, this is a race I want to do. 
And I went out there and I did the race. And when I was done, uh, they had all the vendors out there in booths. And I said, hey, I'm a member of the board of Homes of the Brave. I probably should network a little bit and talk to somebody. And I saw this very good looking girl with this guy that I go, I can't believe she's with, who turned out to be Lonnie and Susan. And I said, those are the people I'm going to talk to. And very quick, I just said, hey, what do you guys do? I see it says general needs. I don't know what you do. And Lonnie explained that they provide sneakers, boots, and clothing to vets. And I said, hey, I'm with this organization, Homes for the Brave. And Lonnie went to me and said, you know, we're going to come to Connecticut and we're going to drop off sneakers. And, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, people always say stuff. They don't follow up. So I'm like, sure, sure, sure. And a couple of weeks later, I get a phone call and he goes, I need sizes and the number of vets that you guys have. He's like, we're coming next week. And they came and now it's turned into, I think, almost quarterly that General Needs is down providing um, you know, boots, coats and all other supplies for our men and women in need that are at our facility. What's the ripple effect? You know, you're running around a lake. So let's play about it a little poetically. What's the ripple effect of, of you going out there for that run that day, making the connection between these two organizations, being the bridge, right? How many now veterans are served because, you know, you've amplified the, the level of service that you can give by combining forces. I'm big on collaboration. I'm big on finding ways, whether it be multiple nonprofits work together or, or the for-profit sector partnering with nonprofits to work together. So I, I, I think I'd argue I'm asking that kind of as a, a just a outlandish question. What's the ripple effect? The answer to me is it's infinite because, you know, now you change lives together. And then those people whose lives are changed continue to change lives. And it just goes out in, into uh, into the ether infinitely. So so let, let's so sneakers, shoes, socks, basic needs, Lonnie. Right. Like what? Yep. What? Basic, basic stuff. Why, though? What? Why? You know, why not big deals? Like what? What? Tell me what? set this foundation. Well, it started off really simple. I mean, I got involved with General Needs. Actually, I was the underwear man. Uh, I went one of my heroes, Dr. Ray Muscolo, who's a dentist in the East Northport area, and I'm working a trade show in New York City with, with my financial firm at the Javits Center. And Dr. Ray comes over and he says, hey, can I have all the stuff on your table? You know the swag we give away? I'm like, yeah. what do you need that for? He says, well, I go up and feed homeless veterans at the Northport VA and I'm like, what? What do you mean homeless veterans? It didn't register in my head. What is let me, stop, let, me, let, let me, I want to interrupt you for a second because I want to underscore that because I think it's important. Like, you know, we would think that our veterans are taken care of and that they're not. I, I actually had an incident recently with a woman out front of a 7-Eleven not too far from where I live. If we have time, I'll jump into the story. But I, I'm going to tell the story. I'm going to tell the story right now. I'm with my son and... Um, this woman is looking a, a little haggard, haggard and clothed, uh, you know, like she's, you know, unfortunately, it seems like she lives on the street. And I had just run out of a meeting here on a Zoom call and I go out and, and I'm with my son and I'm like, I never do this, but I like, took my shirt and tie off and I got like an undershirt, a t-shirt on and I'm running out to grab some food with my son. And I go in and I order some food and I come back out and this woman comes over and asks me for money. But the place didn't take credit cards, or I forget what the deal was where I was. So I was like fumbling in my car trying to find a few bucks to, to get something for him. And the woman says to me, she goes, can you help me out, um, you know, with some money to eat? I said, you know what? I don't even know if I have any cash on me to buy my son something. Not realizing, I meant like I have access to money, but I didn't have, this woman goes, let me help you. And I said, holy cow. And so like, she's trying to help me, but she was asking me for money, but now she's going to help me out. And I so what happened was I said, I I'm good. Let, let me come talk to you in a couple of minutes. Long story short, 
my son was a little scared, honestly, of, of this interaction. And I said, you know what? Who I am with the big mouth and all the stuff I do and nonprofit and stuff. I said, we need to get what we're doing on go over and talk to this woman. And we went over and engaged this woman. And I tell you this story, guys, and everybody else listening, because she's a veteran. And she sleeps on the steps in front of a church here where not too far from where I live. And that's not right. It's not no one. Now here comes I'm going to start getting ranting and everything. I feel it already. It's not no one should be sleeping on the streets. It's it's a problem. It's it's ridiculous that this is what goes on in this country. It's ridiculous that it goes on on this island. But then you say our veterans who have served, who have done gone to gone into the front lines and, and served to protect us. So I think, Lonnie, most people might not be aware of it, that there is a homeless crisis in the veteran population because it seems it doesn't make sense. So you didn't realize that. So you you had. So I tell that story because I was so we went over. I spoke to the woman. We had a really nice conversation. I gave him my phone number. I said, if there's anything I can do to help that kind of deal. Um, what, what was that that eye opening piece for you that you learned from Dr. What was his name? Dr. Dr. Ray Muscolo. He's Dr. Ray. And uh, shout out Dr. Ray. I, I, joined him and I, I joined him and I did those monthly dinners. It's kind of the same thing that happened to Bob. You know, and I said, wow, this is amazing. And the veterans were, you know, we should be thanking them and they were thanking us. And I, I think Bob said the same kind of story. It's, it's, do we, we get back so much more than we give working within this community. And I said, okay, I, I, I need to find a better way to help. And I'm not really good at maybe, you know, serving dinners or picking up the dishes and what can I do that's more? And this was back in 2008. And a lot of younger vets, uh, populations change a little bit, kids coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. And I sit and I'm talking to them because I kind of can do that. And the first thing they said to me is, I don't have underwear and I don't have socks. Basic needs, we general all, needs. All, we all donate clothes all the time. You got that really nice white shirt on. You're going to be done with that at some point and you're going to put it in a box. But we don't put our old underwear, socks and T-shirts in a box. No. We started doing that personally, my wife, myself, and my kids for years. And when I have enough to bring up at least some socks, some underwear, and some t-shirts, all brand new, which was my rule from the beginning. That's your rule. So let's so under, let's underscore that because you know what? So we talk new. about we talk about dignity, right? And and everything's you know, brand new. Brand new. Brand new socks. You would want or I would want. It, right. That's kind of the rule. We look at it, this is something I would want to wear. And I would be proud to wear it. That's the stuff we do is amazing. Yeah. Uh, based on the supporters we have, but we met them, and I was the underwear man for three or four years. You know, underwear man. When you coming back with some underwear? I go to serve dinner one month, and I didn't have enough every month to do this. And uh, underwear man, when you coming back? It's kind of like the joke I heard at Yankee Stadium when when the popcorn came back, and they said, "Hey, popcorn man, go get the beer man and bring him back up here." <laughs> uh, I was the underwear man, and I, like I had to come up with a better name. So, so, we, we so I want to, let's pause, let's pause. I don't even want you to tell me a better name. We're going to tease everybody because we're going to make them come back in 90 seconds. We're going to do a quick break. Okay. So the underwear man and Bob Kozlowski and Tommy D. <laughs> Bob <laughs> K, Mr. Underwear and Mr. Static. One of my sons calls me Mr. Static. And when you guys hear the lyrics, <laughs> my, you hear the lyrics to my jingle in a sec, you'll know why. Uh, it is your boy, the nonprofit sector connector, philanthropy and focus, amplifying the message of two veterans organizations that are doing the work, that are in the field, making the impact. Come back and see us in 90 seconds. Your boy, Tommy D. Be right back. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? 
Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Cut through all the static, join Tommy in his attic. If you show up enough and watch this show and listen and tune in, I promise I'll stop singing. So that's a, that's something. No, I probably won't stop singing. I love to sing. Even if I'm not great at it, I love to do it. My friend, Brendan Levy, I call him Uncle Brendan, wrote that jingle for me. I think we really co-wrote the lyrics, to be honest with you, but I'll give him the credit for most of the song. I mean, it was, more, it was like a Lennon and McCartney thing, I think. But that's my jingle. That's my show here in the attic. One of my sons calls me Mr. Static right now. He's called me Tommy D. Now it's Mr. Static. I just want to say it's uh, philanthropy and focus. Uh, checking in on the Facebook. I see some, some folks out there. If you have any questions for Lonnie, Bob, or myself, feel free to just post those on Facebook. I'm happy to answer, uh, answer those questions. If you're listening somewhere else, um, you can always check in live 10 a.m. on Fridays, Facebook, Talking Alternative Broadcasting, or on the website, talkradio.nyc. Bob Kozlowski, Lonnie Sherman, we're talking veterans, we're talking needs today. Um, so bef- we teased right before the end, and then I want Bob to tell me a story, but but we teased before the end. Mr. Underwear was kind of not the name you wanted to be known by, Lonnie Sherman. So so what happened? What, where, what does that evolve into? We, we started expanding. So we got a call in a, in a cold, rainy November day. I was planning on bringing underwear that, that, that followed. It was probably a Tuesday. It's probably going to the VA on a Friday, bringing underwear. And I got a call from the director at the time and said, listen, some of the guys are still walking around with flip-flops. What can you do? In, in like, what, what do you mean? In December? December? In November, November. And we went to Costco and brought all the sneakers we can buy. And we came up and we did sneakers. So that was kind of the start of the sneakers. Uh, then in a snowy winter, we got a call and said, you know, it's pretty snowy out there. These guys still don't have the right gear and met with a buddy from, from Rotary, which has been a great supporter of organization of ours. And, uh, we brought up 50 pair of boots 
the amazing part for us at the time, which was how we've kept, we keep evolving, is the 50 pair of boots that we handed out that one December, really bad winter, probably like five, six years ago. Got five of the veterans their jobs because they had a pair of boots. Because they That's had a pair. Of, so, so talk about Ripple. Here we go. Because yeah, they, didn't so, have, they didn't have boots. They get the boots. And because now they have boots, they're more applicable to, to fill certain roles and, and get jobs that they may not have gotten before. Right. It's amazing. That's the ripple. And then we said, hey, wait, if, if it's cold out, what do they need? You know, how do we change some underwear? How do we do what they need seasonally? So let's do brand new coats. And so I've heard vets come up and say, you know, we got a pair of boots. We got a coat. We were feeling so good. We went out and got a job. So it became a job creation factor. Uh, so the clothing, then, the clothing that you provide becomes a job creator. It's, it's simple. It's really simple things. You know, take, take, you know what? I was in St. Albans at a, at a shelter. Sure. We're talking about a couple of women today. Bob's going to the VA. To the VA is not too far from from uh, in St. Albans over there. Like off. There is a VA in St. Albans. So we, yeah, we yeah. there was a shelter run for homeless veterans at the VA shelter. And there's a woman standing in a corner or sitting in a corner and she's being very shy. We're doing our regular distribution. We have some bagels and donuts and we're all kind of, we kind of make it fun when we go to these, these locations and we have a good time, but she wasn't walking forward. And it turns out she was a, a big woman and she didn't have a bra and not having a bra gave her no confidence to even talk to people. So two of our female volunteers took her out to a specialty store because it wasn't something you can even buy at a Walmart. Sure. And we got this young lady two bras and two bras changed her life. So it's things that you just don't normally think about. It's yeah. general needs. General uh, need. And Bob has come to us. With, we were learning a lot from him because he's got that look in the eye, which I've, you know, succession planning of is everything I understand in, in, in the financial world. Uh, he said, well, how do we keep making things better? About yeah. four years ago, we got a call that, uh, you know, veterans get, a, there's a program called hud -Vash, And this does get subsidized housing for veterans. And Long Island, it might pay $800 towards your monthly rent. And the monthly rent might be $1,400, leaving 600 coming from the vet's pocket. But they might only have an income of 1000 a month total. So that leaves them with 400 Living on Long Island, that's just not going to enable you to get by. So they get these apartments and there's nothing in there, zero. The first vet we met about five years ago was a Vietnam vet, went through a really hard time, lived on the streets for years, lived in his car, and finally got to his apartment. We met him. He was sleeping on a cot. He had a cot and a, and a, and a coat. That's all he had. We said, well, we got to get him a bed. We got to get him everything he needs. And that was the start of our bed project. We got the bed, the glasses, you know, the, the pots and pans, the, the stuff he needed, the, the utensils, the towels. I want to interrupt you and ask you one quick question, Lonnie, if I could, because I, I got on. I want to give you said Rotary. So shout out the Rotary that you're talking about, because they've been supportive of you. Ron Conkma Rotary Club has been an awesome supporter of general needs, really taking us to another level with the with District 7255. So, thank you for doing that. They're in some other people. Yeah, I, you but know, the Rotary, Rotary folks are great. In fact, I'm going to shout out a friend of mine. Uh, Jackie Baruch, who just became the, one of the youngest presidents of the Rotary in 103 years down in, um, in Asbury Park. And I'm going to be down there next Saturday doing a quick day of service, um, you know, for their one of their 5K run walks. So the Rotary is great. Rotary is incredible. Oh, yeah. What, what hey, if incredible. it wasn't for Rotary, Bob and I wouldn't be there. So you talk about the ripple effect. Right. It goes back. Effect. Right. 
yeah, yeah. So I want to get into, I want to talk more about donors and where the money comes to go buy beds and hats and shirts and underwear and all this stuff. But I want to go back to the story I told in the first segment there, because it sparked something in the chat between Bob and I. So Bob, I, I talked about that female veteran that I ran into. What, what did that kind of bring up for you from, from a um, homeless of the brave perspective or general needs? Well, I think specifically from a homes for the brave perspective is the fact a female homeless veteran. And it's often that we overlook the female veteran population that is struggling. <clears throat> and at Homes for the Brave, you know, we took a big step to address that. In 2011, we opened up um, a transitional house specifically for female veterans and their children. Female Soldiers Forgotten Heroes program. And we were the first and we are currently the only transitional house in the state of Connecticut exclusively for female veterans and their children. And we thought it was important because statistically, a lot of the female veterans from other issues are also dealing with being victims of sexual assault. So have, so being around only females and not having and to help with their recovery was very important. And uh, I'd also like to bring up another topic because uh, I'm going to name him Connecticut's hardest working CEO. He's Vince Santilli of Homes for the Brave, who I know is listening. Um, the 1,200 men and women that we've helped to date that you got from our website has not been updated. We're nearing in on almost 1,500. That's awesome. So, Shout um, out. Is it Vince? Does he go by Vince or Vinny? He, uh, we have a lot of nicknames for him. <laughs> when he would call me late at night with problems, I have names that I can't say on the radio. No, don't say those names. No, you can get so away with saying bad words. We're going Vince. <laughs> we're going to call we're going to call him Vince, but he, he, he I, I do want to give him a shout out. He definitely, uh, I can at least say for the state of Connecticut, is the hardest working CEO. And um, I'm going to segue to where you were talking about money. When, you know, I became on the board, approximately 75% of our budget was from state and federal funding from the government. And it's under 50%. And with that big drop and with the leadership of Vince and the team, and, you know, the fellow board members, we have not cut any services. We've actually added services. So what, let, me, let, me, let me, I, I got to understand what, because I'm not clear if I understand it. So the, not, the dollars that were coming in have decreased? From, so from, the, from the state and from the federal government, near, they funded nearly 75% of our budget when I first joined the board, and it is under 50%. However, we have not had to cut any services and we actually expanded. Um, we have we opened up a veteran service center in 2010. And I'll explain more about that. And we also have our own um, clinical program on site because we thought it was important. So a uh, definite shout out to uh, the leadership team with Vince, the board, because what we did is we saw the money was going out and we just really increased our fundraising. So big thanks to all our donors and all our supporters um, that have really stuck with us. It's a thank you. Sorry to interrupt. It's a visionary, right? It's a visionary leader, but it's the team. It you know most nonprofit leaders that I meet with, you know they're not all excited about themselves and the work they're doing. They're excited. It's about the team because they can't. Nobody's an island. Nobody can do this stuff alone. So let's. I think this is a good point in the show where we can. How does somebody get in touch with Homes for the Brave, Bob? What's the best way for for somebody to get in touch with Homes for the Brave? Yeah. Well, the easiest way you can go to our website, which is homesforthebrave.org. And why we are talking about fundraising, I'd like to bring up, we have one of our major fundraisers. So if you want to help veterans in need, male and female veterans in need, there's a great way. Starting tomorrow, we have our Step Out for the Brave Challenge. 
Um, we put a goal of taking 40,000 steps, and the 40,000 number comes from the average of 40,000 homeless veterans that are on the streets each night. Uh, you can go to homesforthebrave.org and still sign up. You do your steps from August 7th to August 15th, and whether you take four steps or 400,000 steps, it doesn't matter. It's about supporting the cause and helping us help veterans in need and getting us to help these male and female veterans in need return to productive lives in society because they, they sacrificed for us, they volunteered for us, and now they need some help. And I can't turn my back. And we have some great supporters uh, and, again, other organizations like General Needs that don't turn their back. So let's give them the due that they deserve. Come out. Again, support our fundraiser. You could do it from home. You don't have to go there. You could sign up. It's the easiest thing to do on there and help us. And you know what? Challenge me and beat me on my steps. I got it. I'm going to check. We're going to, I'm going to talk to you because I, I'm very competitive. So now you set, you're putting a gauntlet down. When we come back, when we come back from a commercial, uh, we're going to talk about that. But Lonnie, before we sneak to a quick break, how did we get in touch with general needs? If somebody is, if somebody knows a veteran in need, how do they get in touch with you? Well, again, website is generalneeds.org. Okay. And it's info at generalneeds.org is the general, general email account or Lonnie Sherman at generalneeds.org. But if you want to, Something that happened. Uh, it needs to go to Susan Sherman at general. <laughs> Bonnie Sherman at generalneeds.org. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's not gonna work well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I, I behind. Uh, you know, it's all about a team. I don't even want to say behind a successful guy. It's a team. It's teamwork, man. This is what it is. We're all partners. It's, well, you know what, really is. It's it's kind of a family, and I'm probably going into commercial time. But meeting Bob good. and meeting the work at Homes for the Brave, uh, they became part of our family, and. Uh, it really is a special organization that when you see how the men and women are treated there and, and help to get to the next steps in their lives, it's really, it's amazing. And I'm proud to be associated with this organization. I love it. So homesforthebrave.org, everybody, and General Needs. I'm looking away to make sure I get it right. And generalneeds.org. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Join us in about 90 seconds. Plan to be in focus. We'll be right back. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Cut through the static. Join me in the attic every Friday morning. Cut through that static, man. Get here. Join me. Why? Because nonprofits change the world every second of every minute of every hour of every day, month, year, the whole deal. Because nonprofits change our world and the work they do. Not just executive directors and CEOs of nonprofits. Philanthropy is not just writing big checks. Philanthropy is going out there and sheetrocking somebody's home who needed, you know, who had mold damage out in Long Island. I've seen a lot of that. In fact, Lonnie, I want to talk to you about some of that if we can. If it doesn't happen on the show, we'll talk offline. But there's We're some other. We're going to rebuild a bathroom for a uh, Korean War vet who needs handicapped And so there it is. So it's it, that's philanthropy, gang. You know, if you if you're a plumber or or you're a sheetrock guy, you know, you're a carpenter. That's that's philanthropy. That's service. Um, collecting books for the book fairies, collecting food for the local pantry. That's service. So think about that. Consider that. You know, I'm on this whole campaign. Sixty days of service. It's it's going to be fun, and it's I'm learning a lot and. Uh, I'm excited to inspire other people to do service. So Bob Kozlowski, Homes for the Brave, Lonnie Sherman, General Needs, they're here in the attic. Right before the break, Bob Kozlowski sort of dropped the gauntlet and he said, try and beat him in steps. Now, I don't know what, like, what's this time period? How many steps are we talking about? Like, I'm not, I don't run like you, Bob, but I mean, I might walk for 24 hours straight just to catch up to you, man. So like, (laughs) I I hear a throwdown, guys. I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm going to get myself in trouble here. I feel it already, but I'm, I already, people are listening. <laughs> uh, what, what is this program about 40,000 steps? And then I got another number. We're going to talk about 1342 that I'm going to ask Lonnie about. What, what are we talking about with the steps again? How's this work? Yeah. So, so starting tomorrow, August 7th, all the way through August 15th is our step out for the brave uh, f- fundraiser. One of our major fundraisers that allows us to provide, you know, the transitional housing and services to get our veterans back to uh, productive lives and we set the goal of 40,000 because the average is that there's 40,000 homeless veterans on the streets of the United States on any given night. But you don't have to take 40,000 steps. Now, I know you're a competitor. I'm a marathon runner, so I'm going to have my steps. Oh, I'm, in, in, I'm in trouble. But I'm game in trouble. on. I'm in trouble. But, uh, you're a marathoner. Well, well, Tommy, I, I, I you're going to be on the general needs team. So, we're, Bob, we're going to sign Tommy on on, on the well, general well, needs team. You know what? Dude, do that, Lonnie. Good. I need a team. I need because I'm going to need some support. Yeah, we're going to we're going to be connecting this team in the next 24 hours. And you're sometimes right. I get winded coming up the stairs to the attic. I got to tell you. So I don't know if I... <laughs> um, Tommy, I whether, whether you what do... you're doing is really what 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 philanthropy is all about. We we love doing this. Right. We love going and going to the shelters and handing out the sneakers or handing out the jackets and and actually it, it, it's almost addictive because yeah. you just love to do something good. 
And we've been out to dinner after we have, uh, that's why we love going to Connecticut and seeing Bob. We go to dinner when we're finished and we have great times. It's the only time in my life I think we've had lobster rolls for dessert. This, we had lobster rolls for dinner and they said, what do you want for dessert? More lobster rolls. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I could party, party with you guys, man. Yeah. Oh, right we, 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 but there's, there's such rewards to what we do and, and the family that we've all created, the volunteers that help with general needs events and, and homes to the brave events all the time. These are the heroes. The Boy Scout who, who collects socks for us. And, okay, what's he connect, collect? A little shopping bag of socks? He comes with a minivan of maybe a thousand pairs of socks, brand new packages that he collects over a weekend. Uh, it's these special volunteers that nobody ever talks about that really makes up who all organizations are and, and even a volunteer organization like General Needs. We have wonderful volunteers from treasurers like Linda to people that organize the inventory like Judy and, and everybody else that I'm even forgetting about it. And, and Bob teaching me, hey, you know, Ilani, you got to do this technical stuff. This I don't know any of that stuff. And I listen to him as, as the as a board member. It's really, it's a blessing from, and they don't want to get religious because I'm not, but that we're able to do this. Uh, Susan and I sat with a female vet at, I, you know, at Homestead of Brave at, at one of the luncheons that we had. And this, this veteran apparently had nothing and was really going through a hard time and really had nothing for herself. And we're, we're sitting with her and talking. And she commented to an old Beetle t-shirt I had on. And this was just an old shirt with a little hole in the corner over here that I'm, I'm going out and seeing people with. And she said, that's a really nice shirt. And I have to tell you, Sue and I left that that evening heading over to a hotel over in Connecticut. Because can't get back easy on a Friday night yeah. uh, to Long Island. Yeah. And we, we sat there and cried. And, and it wasn't cries of sadness. It was cries of joy that we can work with an organization like Homes for the Brave and say, how can we help you guys? with the stuff you can't do because you're doing so much already. It's, it's really for us, the little thing. Uh, I think two or three weeks ago, Homes for the Brave needed some shirts uh, for the veterans that were there. So we, you know, we immediately responded to that. We met Bob and we, we kind of met in the midpoint. We met in, uh, would we meet in Connecticut, Bob, or where, New Rochelle? We met New in Rochelle. New Rochelle, right? The same restaurant that Mariano goes to for dinner all the time. So we're working on a hookup there. Oh, and really? we took the stuff out of my car and put it in Bob's car and was able to get some, you know, some underwear and T-shirts and things that they needed from Spurave as quickly as we could. It's a route. It's, it's people that do that. And you have them on your show every week. So we are both honored to be here with you guys and, and keep spreading the cause and see what we can do to help on, on every cause. There's no one so more important so than the other one. Yeah, I totally agree. No one is more important. And that's that's sort of the compassion of what I'm trying to drive home on when I have people on the show. What? How, so you, you talk about a Boy Scout who collected a thousand pair of socks. What do you need, Lonnie, aside from checks? We, we all know everybody needs checks. But what? how can somebody really support you? Like, what's on your short list? I'm going to talk about General Needs 1342 in a second and what that 1342 represents, which is well, we'll talk in a second about that. What, what do you need? And then same, Bob, I want to go to you. What is it? Supplies? Is it services? Is it just bodies? It's all of that. It wrote, it's less bodies since COVID. It was many more bodies before COVID. Uh, but it is, you know, it is that Boy Scout again saying that we don't have to go spend the $1,000 on socks. That will do a sock collection of really good quality stuff. It's, it's somebody that might ultimately, one of the projects that both the, the county executive of Nassau County and Suffolk County reached out to us to do is if we can do a vet repair program to the vet that just really can't afford to fix the faucet in their house. I met one a year ago 
And I was throwing a heat wave that needed an AC because his AC was broken in his house. And Korean War vet. And it was 95 outside and 110 in his house because he had no AC. And we brought a couple windows AC over 24 hours. And we hear from his neighbor who's been taking care of him that his sink hasn't worked in six years. He's reached out to organization after organization. Can you fix my sink? And then they give him like this long list. Well, we need to know why you need your sink prepared. And how did you get in this place in the first place? Right, right. I need my sink fixed. Well, you want me to fill yeah. out paperwork or can you help me we're, out? We're going we're gonna to do that. Right. The general needs to establish that program within the next six months to a year. That if somebody needs called, to fix What is that called? Fix, veteran? Re- we don't even veteran. know what it's going to It's going to be called the veteran repair something. We're going to do it. Bob knows me. I mean, we leads us to the 1342. How to, 1342. Let's talk about it because I, I know about it. I, I mean, Bob told me about it. I love ambition. Lonnie, what is Project 1340? Or, or it's called you know, General Needs 1342. What is that about? We're going to get Bob to talk about this one a little bit. Oh. He's, he's, he's reeled me in a little bit. This of my, I, my... I, And I did hear that. I Like when we <laughs> talked, when we talked, we prepped earlier this week. I knew. Go ahead, Bob. Take it away. Tell us the story. So Lonnie just comes up with wild ideas and he just said, hey, I have an idea. He goes, you know, our main outreach at General Needs is New York with Long Island, New Jersey and Connecticut. And he's like, we're going to stretch that out. And um, he brought up, you know, the stat that on an average, 22 veterans commit suicide a day. So he said in the month of November and December, I really want to bring some awareness to that number. And maybe by providing these veterans with boots, we can help do our small part and reduce that number. So there's 61 days in those two months. And, you know, times the 22 gets us to that 1342 uh, number. And we the original plan from Lonnie was we're going to go from Maine to Miami. And I said to him, (laughs) you're not the entire just the whole East Coast. Right. No, 95, 95 stretches right. from Maine to in, in, in 61 so, days In 61 days with um, dealing with the ripple effects of covid where it's hard to get vans and transportation. And basically, I brought up 30 reasons why we can't do it. And he said, well, now you're in charge of the project. Welcome. So I learned <laughs> don't open your mouth. Wow. And, but I was <laughs> able to talk him down a little bit. And we are going to get to Miami, but that's going to be in 2022. But with this year, the project is going to go from Maine to Washington, D.C. We are going to deliver those 1,342 boots to veterans throughout um, that stretch, along with 8,030 pairs of socks. That's 22 a day times 365. So we're, they're going to get socks. They're going to get boots. And we are going to be out in November and December from Maine to D.C., and again, if somebody wants to help out with that project, if you go to the website, generalneeds.org, there's a button right there. You can learn more. And there's also a link if somebody's uh, gracious enough to donate to help us fund this project. Because I want to reiterate, General Needs is 100% volunteer. We don't have paid staff um, at this organization. So that money that you donate is specifically going to go to buy boots for those veterans that are in need and help us raise awareness and hopefully reduce that number of the veteran suicides. What, what is Tommy, I, I was not supposed to go political and I'm going to talk about another reason about the boots. Okay. So we did the first 50 pair of boots and then I went to a politician event and all the politicians and got up in, in front of a group of 300 people and they said, well, we declare that there's no more homeless veterans on Long Island. And that is basically the presentation we've been hearing for years. And actually that's taken away a lot of our funding. I'm on your show and I'm saying as homeless veterans, you say, okay, I'm going to send you a check for $25 to buy a pair of boots. 
then you hear a politician say that, hey, there's no homeless veterans. You're going to call me a liar. Mm. And people have. And I, I went to the politicians. I say, well, who did I hand the boots out to? Mm. And they had it straight up. The only thing, I mean, I started an argument with them and I wasn't winning because the definition of homelessness in New York City, for example, is if they're doing a homeless count of veterans on, on, on a December 2nd date and you're in a McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning and you're having a cup of coffee, you're not considered homeless because you have a roof over your head. If you're on a park bench in New York City and you're homeless as a vet and they're doing a homeless count, this is New York City, uh, and you say, I don't want to be counted. You know, you don't give them any information. They don't count you. Right. Uh, I consider homeless. My definition of it might be called liberal. So if you don't have your own refrigerator, you're homeless. You can't if you can't step one or two flights down from where you are right now, Tommy D, and go open up the refrigerator because it's somebody else's house. You're couch surfing because you're a female veteran and you're putting yourself subject to a whole nother set of uncomfortable circumstances or you're just going from shelter to shelter. The shelters in New York City with 250 guys living in a warehouse and they're veterans with, with metal detectors. You're homeless. So the boots have a bigger meaning for me. We're giving those boots out to veterans in need. I'm not, I'm, I'm not finding Tommy in the corner and say, hey, you want a pair of boots, buddy? Right. Uh, we're vetting right now. Tom, uh, right now, Bob is, and I and two other members are vetting shelters that we're going to arrive at sometime in November and December and say, hey, we need the sizes of your veterans because we're going to bring you a pair of boots. And we want to check you out to make sure you're being run properly. So we're the money that you're donating and everybody's donating to us is being spent properly. So I'm ranting. I won't rant anymore. You're not ranting. And I'm sorry to step on your words there. I, we got to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and, and, uh, and, and talk more, but let's take a quick break. I want to talk about the shelters. I want to talk about vetting. I want to talk about what it costs to put a pair of boots on somebody's feet. We'll be right back. Tommy D. Philanthropy and Focus, Bob Kozlowski, Lonnie Sherman. We'll be right back. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. 
Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. And this is like the speed round. We are going to wrap the show in about seven, eight minutes. But but here's what we're going to do. We're going to, I, I got a million more questions. So that means like every week, you guys are going to have to come back on the show. Maybe Vince Santilli joins us on the show. Shout out to Vince, who's checking in on Facebook. My friend Stacy checking in on Facebook. Steve Fry, his show comes on after mine, checking in on Facebook. Brooke Moses, I don't know you, Brooke, but thanks for checking in and seeing what we're doing here. Look, Lonnie, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you, man. You're fired up about this. I'm I'm freaking with you. I I let's let's well we'll table our soap boxes. We'll put them in the corner for a second. What does it cost yeah. to put a pair of boots on a woman or man who's a veteran? And like, can we sponsor a couple pairs of boots? A hundred pairs of boots. What does that look like? Tell me those numbers and socks. What is that? And maybe a pair of boots is around twenty five dollars. They might be a couple dollars more this year, and a pack of socks around five bucks. These right. the uh, how many signs do you supply get? chain is a mess. So hope it works out. The supply chain of even getting the coats. We're ordering coats now. We're ordering boots starting next week. It's, we hope we just get them all in in time. So 25 bucks and then five bucks for socks. How many pairs of socks do they get in that $5 pack? Six. Six pairs? Six pairs. So, yeah. so basically for 30 bucks, somebody gets a new pair of boots and six pairs of socks. That's what we hand out to veterans that will do that 1,342 times. I wonder if you can, and maybe you guys have already thought of this, but I wonder if you can play around with people just saying, you know what, I'm going to write you a check for 300 bucks because that 300 bucks, I know, and I'm going to do that personally. I'm saying it right now. So just put me down for the 300. So like that will be 10 pairs of boots and 60 pairs of socks if I'm doing my math right. So what, mm-hmm. what I don't know what 1342 divided by whatever, what, what I just said, 10 is maybe it's 130 people or something like that. What if you did some game like that, where it's just like, Hey, for that, you do that. And then I, I know personally, and my children know that 10 veterans now have something they didn't have, but they do have now. So again, um, is there a program like that? Have you thought of that? If not, when we're, when we're not, hey, hey Bob, find that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's why uh, the General Needs website is up. When you go to generalneeds.org, it says uh, the boot program. You click on there and you can donate. And that money specifically is going to this project in November and December. So if you give that money, all those that money, again, we're completely, you know, 100 percent volunteer organization. All that money specifically when you go to the website will go to this project that's upcoming. And you can follow along. We also encourage, you know, ways you can help out both Homes for the Brave and General Needs. We have a presence on Facebook. We have a presence on Instagram. Follow us. Uh, For Homes for the Brave, you're going to get updates on the step out. So if you follow us, you'll start seeing it. You'll see Vince and I uh, tomorrow on Facebook as we set the launch off. I know Vince is listening. And um, for general needs, when this project comes, we are going to update you. You're going to see us, you know, at different states. Uh, hand, I love um, that. You know, I got to figure out. Filters. I want to be with you. We, I we be need with help you with guys. vehicles. If anybody's yeah. out there with vehicle so, support, so that's going to be big. Vehicles they need, guys. Here's who I'm going to. I'm going to call out a friend of mine, uh, co-founder of Project Refit. 
James Corbett, James, I don't know if you're listening in anywhere, but I'll, I'm going to reach out to you. I texted you about this already. This is an organization. You're looking for another mission. You guys are looking for another project. This sounds like it's right online. We them. just have wonderful people, and I'm going to do a shout out. You know, we just put this on live, I guess, two nights ago when we, we got the website going, and, and our wonderful treasurer said, hey, you what? A nice number to donate is 1342, and she was the she's always the first and most wonderful person supporting us. So, yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's cool. I like that too. You know, maybe yeah, those are the multiples that we need to create. Yeah, figure that out. Could have a lot of fun with it, and I, I'm willing to. When you do figure it all out, I'm willing to share it on the show and all the stuff I'm doing on social media. What I'd ask you guys, you don't have to do it now, Bob. I know you want to talk about a veteran service center. We'll do that quick. But what I um, I want to do a day of service with you guys. I want to do a day of service with each of your organizations. I want to come out, you know, and obviously I want to figure out a way to, to impact that 1342 number. And I don't mean just writing a check. I mean, you know, how do I put a bunch of socks and boots in the back of my, uh, you know, the family uh, SUV and, and, and you know, hustle around with you guys. Well, look, but, don't, don't say that because I'll have you pick up some boots with me at the warehouse in the next listen, couple don't, weeks. Don't, don't threaten me with a day of service, Lonnie. You talk, about, <laughs> you talk about addicting? Yeah, I know a bit about addiction, man. Yeah, so, so I, I, I get just as fired up as you do, man. So, uh, Bob, tell me about the Veteran Service Center before we draw to a close. Yep. And it's important to know Homes for the Brave is not just a place for veterans to sleep. There's more to that. You know, we provide vocational services, education training, and we have this Veterans Center. And the Veterans Center is not just open to residents of Homes for the Brave. So any veteran that's, you know, in need can come to the Veterans Center and use our facility and take advantage of our services. So we don't just limit it. And, you know, we provide everything. So and we custom fit the needs for for the veterans. So if someone needs help with um, job prep, writing a resume, we have Lonnie will attest. We have a beautiful computer lab, you know, and we teach computer courses. We'll teach the basics. We will help. Our goal at Homes for the Brave is to help these veterans, you know, return to these productive lives and to get them back on their feet for the sacrifice that they did for us. And again, I, I think that's what separates homes from the brave from a lot of shelters. We're not just a bed. We're a bed plus, and we do a lot. And Tommy, I challenge you to come down. I got hooked by cooking a dinner. I challenge you, come down with us. Come cook a dinner with us. Um, our board, we get together, and we do that. We do it. So I, I know Vince is uh, sitting there listening, saying, come Vince, on down. And Vince, I'm committing right now. Vince, I know you're watching me on Facebook. I'm looking right at you. I'm in. We'll, we'll work out the details on the date. Um, I love to cruise up to Connecticut and do something with you guys. It's done. It's just a matter. I got guys. I got a quota. I got 55 more days to do. It's not like I can't say no. But we got to get this done. There's a lot of work to be done, man. A lot of impact to be made. So, hey Bob, if we put that together, where it comes down, can we do lobster rolls for dessert? I would join. <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna have to wear sweatpants going out. With you guys. Forget about it. Are you, so, no, so look, you guys see Bob. This man's in shape. He's good. <laughs> so, what um, what do we, what do we need? Give me Bob top two items that that you would ask for. If you have you have this platform right now, people are listening. What homes are great? What do you need? Yeah, I, I, I think right now is one thing that we need is people to follow us. So go on our Facebook page, go on our Instagram. This is obviously the non-financial needs. You know, spread the word of the great work that's being done on a daily basis at Homes for the Brave. Um, get it out there. If you're so inclined to do so, besides a financial donation on our website, homesforthebrave.org, there is a list of items that our veterans specifically need. So you could start at your office. Maybe you guys can start something and pick up some of those, you know, collect those items, do an item collection with yep. your church, with your school, with anyone and pick those things up. And again, I 
go by the thing of many hands make light work. So, you know, by getting a lot of people involved, just everyone doing their one little bit will really help and make an impact on these veterans' lives. Thank you, Bob. Lonnie, same thing. Wrap it up for me quick. He, he just said it. He said exact it. Same thing. Same. All right, so follow these guys. Yep. Follow them on social media. Follow the movement. Follow what they're doing and find out how you can serve those who have served us. And I, how do you get me? Because I will help you if you can't get in touch with these guys. Tommy D at philanthropyandfocus.com. That's the email. Focus is P-H-O-C-U-S for a lot of reasons, but just it just is. Philanthropyandfocus.com. Uh, Tommy D.NYC on Instagram. Tommy D dancing on TikTok. Tommy D.NYC on TikTok. Stay tuned to talkradio.nyc, talking alternative broadcasting on Facebook. I freaking love this show. I can't, I'm actually just going to riff. I love this. This is incredible learning about what you guys are doing. Thank you both for your service. Thank you for what you're doing. Stay tuned. As I was starting to say on the network, Steve Fry, always Friday coming up, Jeremiah Fox right after that. Did you, one of you guys was going to say something real quick before. uh, What a quick hour. It goes like that every week, Lonnie. It's just like a snap (laughs) of the finger. Men, thank you for what you do. Thank you for what your organizations do. I appreciate your friendship, and I look forward to doing some work together. Have an incredible day, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye, guys. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Uplift, educate, empower. (laughs) Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. About the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? 
Hi, I'm Kevin Barbro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern, on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 